Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business. And we're friends like my friend, Dr. Andy. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble now, do we, Dr. Andy? No, we do not. Good morning. Good Monday morning. And how's paradise? Every you live day. in paradise. I do. I live in Paradise Hills. You certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so are you fixing the dogs out there? Are you making the dogs run farther, fly, you know, jump higher, like PF live, flyers? Live longer. Absolutely. Every day. Every day. Every yeah. day. You know, you got to get it. it th- there's a lot of rewards in our, in our business, right? There's a lot of, yes. um, we love to see dogs get healthier and pet parents become happier because their dogs feel better. Um, But, you know, we, 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 we go up against a lot of opposition too. Right. And I I would doubt that you have as much opposition as I do though, because you have the word doctor in your name. Yeah. You, you definitely get more than I do. Right. (laughs) I I do marvel at how you handle all that. Is there some place where I can get just like a something that I can be called a doctor? Can I get a reverend? I could probably, you, you know, probably apply. Could. I could apply for something online in Reverend Didi. And that might change everything. That might change it. That might change. I'm going to pray for your dog. No, uh, but yeah. All I, my two letters just cost me a lot of money. You they know, do. That's cost all you I, money. <laughs> that I say. I'm like, cost me a lot of money. But you know, you help so many people and you help so many dogs. Um, what's your biggest pushback that you get in your biz? That's a good question. I Most of the time, I think veterinarians just think I'm just going to randomly start banging away on the animal and make, and make them worse. And I've never th- seen you bang on my animal. <laughs> I don't bang. Um, there's evaluation, there's history, there's palpation, there's muscle testing. There's a lot that goes into the whole thing as I'm talking about the weather. Um, <laughs> there's actually a lot going on that people don't even notice that I'm doing, but um, it's really, I, I think it's interesting because on one hand, vets will tell people, well, don't waste your money. It won't work, but you better not go because she'll make everything worse. I'm like, well, you know what? You're going to have to pick a camp. <laughs> is it going to do nothing or is it going to make things worse? <laughs> you know, it's really, and they'll, they'll do that to the, in the same visit to people. Um, I really, really wish they would stop stopping people coming in sooner. That's my biggest pet peeve. Oh, they have this injury. We got to wait eight weeks. No, 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 Why? no, no, no. Come on in. Come on in. Let's get everything else around that area adjusted. That's just going to help the whole immune system, the healing process, the nervous system. But yeah, they're constantly, oh no, they just got diagnosed with it. You got to wait. You can't go and do that now. I'm like, I'm not going to start, you know, heavy adjusting on the injured area. I, I, I have an idea what's going on, right? Like I have 20 years of experience. I've got ongoing training. Um, but yeah, they stop 
people. And then by the, if they actually come in, because by eight weeks, the dog's better. So they forget they need chiropractic, but they still do. They don't come in then. Um, If they come in and the animal's still struggling, I have to work harder because the body's now chronic. Um, My standard poodle, I don't know what he did. You know, like most owners, that's mostly the story. I don't know. Right. Right. He came in because all my dogs run in the back door like banshees and up the stairs. It's terrible. They're terrible manners. Anyway, he is screaming, like crying all the way up the stairs. And I get up to the kitchen and he is dead lame, right? rear, Dead lame, like holding up his little chicken wing. I'm like, what the heck did you do? And so because his mom is his mom, he gets adjusted immediately we didn't go to the vet we didn't wait i didn't give him pills i didn't see what tomorrow bring. he got adjusted right then and there it's not his favorite thing and he did it because he knows and then i gave him a couple natural muscle relaxants and he was fine the next day what was the matter i don't know i don't know Uh, his lumbars his muscle spasms maybe he had a little zinger down that leg i don't know i don't care he is now fine yeah, um, see, you have that you have that knowledge, you have that history. Our pet parents don't. And and we did they talk don't. A, they don't. And and we were talking about that on the, you know, uh podcast with Dr. Billinghurst that vets will scare pet parents and even went as far as to say a lot of times they make up these stories. I've had a dog that choked on a chicken bone. He calls mm-hmm. it uh uh, bugs, bones, and balance, right? The three areas that they scare people. Don't give them bones. Oh, it's not a balanced diet. And oh, mm-hmm. there's salmonella, E. coli, and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And he's like, go out there and eat some poop. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, so they 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 do, they scare, mm-hmm. they scare pet parents. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's no, there's no hope that they're going to change that because he said that's the way they're trained. And I even said, well, you're much nicer. And he said, wait a minute. I am nicer until they start bullying my pet parents. Mm-hmm. And then I say, you need to get back in there. I, You know, it's not that we're banging on vets, but we're banging on vets because they're the ones that seem to have all the power, just like in our, our medical. Yes. Right. Yes. Because Absolutely. I was I was very shocked to learn from you that many states will not even let them go see a chiropractor mm-hmm. unless a vet allows it. To yeah. me, that's like controlling a chiropractor's business. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And because and they think they know all of it. I think, I don't, I'm not sure. And I'm sure it comes down to money somewhere along the line, right? Um, but yeah, that's why when the vets or even an orthopedic surgeon or a neurologist. Oh, you can't go do that. I'm like, well, where's their chiropractic training? I don't tell you when you need surgery. <laughs> I don't know. So you, you know, and every once in a while I do find a vet go, all right, let's try it. <laughs> you know, like, all right. But yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a control thing. I'm sure there's economics involved. I, you know, it's, but it's not geared to put health and well-being first. Oh no, did I say care about the client? <laughs> right? It's not. That's not and, and our medical is not health and well-being. It's you know, control and economics. 
and, and the pet parents, and even for our health, you've got to get yourself educated. You've got to decide what you're going to do and not do and, and know that before you go in. That's why I try to keep people out of those ERs. They don't know you. They don't know your animals. It's very cookie cutter. You know, a lot of times it doesn't go well and it's expensive. Oh yeah, it's expensive. So, you know, one of my friends just, uh, one of her dogs just ate a pair of her panties. Mm -hmm. I had a client, well, a friend and her son, a cat ate some blanket. The cat? Yeah. Had to go in and get it out. $7,200. I'm like, oh my. I know. What, what, what would pet parents do, Dr. Andy? And I will say that my friend whose dog is 14, they were like, well, are you sure you want to do the surgery? And she was like, in lieu of letting him die? You just said he's like, one, you know, he's a raw fed dog. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you just said his blood work. He looks amazing. He acts amazing. He just has this pair of panties stuck in him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she was beating herself up. But I was like, look, you know, I have I, I'm going to out myself a little bit at 14 raw fed doing well, eating panties, which may or may not be regular behavior. The dog might have been like, I'm done. You might have <laughs> wanted to honor it. But he's doing well. They went in and got it out. Good. They went, they went in. Just but, choices. But, 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 but super expensive. Yeah. But here, here was the weird thing about this, Dr. Andy. She, she said it was like being at a car dealership. They were negotiating on price. So one hand, it's like, what? But on the other hand, you can negotiate, guys. Yeah. Keep that you, in mind. You can negotiate because it was on the weekend and there was some money it's that always be, on the weekend. Right. <laughs> And there was money that needed to be transferred. So anyway, this negotiation dropped her bill $3,000. So you guys, when you go in, I know that you, I mean, the dog was not going to die right then and there. Okay. So look at the situation and talk to them, negotiate. I, there's room. Because she was saying that they were telling her it's um, on the high side going to be $8,000 or 4000 So we want you to give us 6000 She was like, I what? I don't have 6000 And then they said, well, down the street, it's 10000 Probably. You know, okay, what's the you know difference there? So I do think there is some negotiating room. And I will tell you that when my brother took his cat in who was clearly dying and he was going to take it in to be euthanized. He, he said, I know, it was, I, I know this. Story. I mean, he was like, I think gave him some price and he said, what <laughs> to, to put my cat to sleep. No, I'm not doing that. And so he, he said, I literally felt like there was an ATM machine in there, you know? And it was yeah. like, they, they began this back and forth banter and he said no just take my cat home and they were oh no no you can't take your cat home we need to euthanize it here and he said well i'm not euthanizing it for that price mm-hmm. anyway they they came way down <laughs> they came way down yeah so so they're 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 when that situation because who has just laying around and you're trying to weigh this out, right? 
life or money. And it doesn't seem right when you no. look at it, life or money, but it's a real thing. It is. It is. Especially right a, now. Especially right now. I, this was a couple of years ago. I had a, a younger girl. She had a bull terrier who had limping in the front left shoulder and we'd adjust it and it'd get a little better and then it'd get worse. And then it was, I'm like, what? And we've been fussing around with this for like six months and it's just what's going on here. And then one day the dog woke up and wouldn't eat, which was a big red flag with this dog. So she took him into one of our very big, well-known clinics in the area <laughs> and they took an x-ray and it had a wire. Wow. A wire in the stomach poking her in the shoulder. Oh like gosh. she must, and she's like two at this point. So she must've eaten something as a puppy and it's been there. It has been there. And so they quoted her, they wanted to do endoscopy and they wanted to do this exam and this diagnostic. And it was going to be about $9,000. She's like, can't do it. Took her dog and walked out the door. I, I, you know, that takes a lot. That takes a lot. And she went to one of our discount clinics. They went in, took the wire out, kept the dog for a couple of days. It was a thousand dollars or $1,500. Wow. So and I was so, I was so proud of her and the dog's so much better, not limping and everything worked out fabulous. But I'm like, why do we need to add on all these diagnostics when on x-ray you see a wire that you're going to have to go in and get like, that's it. Like you have to go in and get it. Why do we need all these other diagnostics? It was kind of silly on that clinic's part, I think. Um, and it worked out really well, but I was so proud of her. I mean, like to walk out with a, you know, an animal that needs something done is not an easy thing to do. Right. And she how worked did, it out. How did she know that it wasn't a strain or a sprain? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what well, a transition. Dog, that was, yeah, we'll transition <laughs> to that. Um, that was very nice. Uh, well, it stopped eating. Usually sprain oh, strains that's right. that's are right. not. Well, and that's what we were like, what is going on with this shoulder? It was so random. And because we're talking bull terrier, we're talking muscled up and we've talked about this a lot. So that's a lot harder to, to diagnose. Um, and so I was a little bit at a loss as what we were. And so the dog's like, Hey, I'll help you out here. I'll stop eating and we'll get this handled. Um, but that's like the only time in 20 years that ever turned out to be a wire in the stomach. (laughs) Most limping is a sprain strain, which is when that soft tissue gets involved, um, your strains are your tendons, your muscles and tendons, your sprains are ligaments. Okay. Can you, can you break this mm-hmm. down for me? Mm-hmm. All right. I break it down. Break it down because I, I know what a muscle is. Mm-hmm. The, is the tendon like cartilage? It, it's the end of the muscle that ends up being very fibrous, very strong, and is the part that actually attaches to the bone. Okay. So we will talk about insertion points and attachment points. That's how muscles get attached to bones is through a tendon, which is very fibrous, very collagen dense, very, it's, it's much harder to tear a tendon than it is a muscle. Muscle's going to tear easily. Um, and actually they micro tear all the time. That's why you need a high protein raw fed diet to repair muscles. Um, but when an activity goes too far, that joint is stressed too far, you'll tear a tendon and that's going to take a little longer to heal. Your ligaments are bone to bone. 
And those take even longer to heal once you pull them, tear them. And that is what we talk about when we talk about a CCL or an ACL tear in the knee is the ligaments that get involved. So where, where's the ligament in, let's say in the knee, where, where is the ligament? Is it it the thing that holds the bones together around it? Yeah. Well, the one we talk about that CCL actually goes diagonal in the back of the knee. So it's holding on to the femur, to the tibia. And that is your stability of that joint. Okay. Um, But your overall stability of any joint is your muscles and tendons. That's about 80%. And then those ligaments are the deeper ones in there. Um, And so you can do a lot to support a joint by building muscle, by feeding a rough protein rich diet. So the body can actually utilize those proteins to repair muscle and build muscle um, along with all the other body functions that protein is involved in. Um, High protein. Oh my gosh, that's going to kill my dog. One of the biggest lies perpetrated. It's perpetrated in human medicine too. When you have Mm -hmm. kidney disease, they put you on a low protein diet too. And it actually has nothing to do with it, but Mm. <laughs> There's actually Who's no run in this world. Who's run in this world? We so don't believe that. that. Don't believe that. But anyway, uh, so yeah, so ligaments are bone to bone. Your tendons are the muscle to bone, all to stabilize joints. So every single joint in your body has all of these structures around it. Every joint in your spine. So each vertebrae connects to the next vertebrae through muscles, tendons, and, and ligaments. Um, and when you sprain something, you most likely strain something too, right? So in human medicine, we say sprain, strain all the time. Like you can't really divvy out what soft tissue is involved. And, and we don't, they don't use a lot of sprain, strain so much in vet med for whatever reason. Um, they tend to go right to tendinosis or tendinitis, right? Remember our itises are all inflammation. That's when mm-hmm. the tendon gets inflamed. When the um, tendon gets inflamed. Okay. Yeah. Like tendinitis. Okay. Tendinitis. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. what, what, what would you do for these pets? I mean, it's hard to ice them. You but can, the big, but the big dogs will do ice really nice. They will? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The big dogs generally are like, oh, that's kind of nice. Your little chihuahuas, hmm, not so much. But I tell people, if you can just get a couple minutes of ice on an area, and I'll tell some people when they go home, you're going to ice this area or ice that area. Um, even on the little dogs, it's better than the nothing. And so your little chihuahua with no hair is not going to stay there very long, especially in the winter. Right. But your big burner is like, sure, put that ice pack up in between my legs. That's great. You know, they they really will lay there and they can do as much as 20 minutes. My favorite, and I think we've talked about it, is contrast therapy is heat first, then ice. Bring all the new blood to the area, then ice it back out, get that inflammation out. So is there, depending on the strange brain and what you mm-hmm. see is what your protocol would be for uh, heat and mm-hmm. ice, or yeah. is there a certain amount of time that you do heat and ice, and then you just go to straight ice, no heat? I, I if you can stick with the contrast, I think research is showing that straight ice actually also diminishes the healing. Wow! So we don't want to do so much ice as we've been told to do. Um, 
but it's still better to keep that inflammation down and not go into the chronicity of stuff so much. Um, oh, and ligaments, torn ligaments. Like if that ligament is completely torn, like in a CCL or an ACL tear in the knee, um, chiropractic doesn't fix that. (laughs) Just to be very, very clear. I am not fixing that. The body may be able to, and partial tears, the body can lay down enough scar tissue and possibly, um, stabilize that enough, especially if it's a small non-active dog. And I think every case is very individualized. And we have talked about this agnosium. Um, and I still don't know what I would do if one of my animals tore their CCL, if I would do surgery or not, depends on the animal, the age, everything, everything, but they're raw fed. So the likelihood that that's going to happen drops significantly. And then everyone's been, um, spayed, neutered later in life. Those are your two factors. So if you're concerned about your dog's confirmation, like the vet said, oh, they're really straight in the rear, which is a thing. If they're really straight in that stifle, they are stressing that knee joint. Do not be feeding kibble. You're going to need all the support you can get and get them on a raw diet. Get some um, trachea, get some extra um, collagen in there so the body can support that. Um. Yeah, very, very important. And you know, I just want to reiterate. Sorry, I got the, we have such gnats. I don't know if you got gnats. Uh, no, we have stink bugs right now. Yeah, we have stink bugs too. Oof, everywhere. And they're like flying around. And so, like, I'm just sure that one's gonna like pop me in the head right when I'm doing mm-hmm. the podcast. I, I saw something funny uh, the other day. It said the best karate training is when you run into a spider web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought True. that was funny. Or or one of the stink buds hit you in the head. Oh. Well, I know that you got to go because you got uh, patients coming in. I just want to reiterate, guys, one of the super helpful things for Dr. Andy, and I think for you, is get a consult with Dr. Andy. Get a video of what's happening with your pet. Send it to Dr. Andy. Send her the records. And can they do that, Dr. Andy? If they're in another state and that state is weird on their veterinary. Yeah. Cause I'm not touching them. We can have a conversation. Okay. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. We can have a conversation on what I would do if this was my pet. Right. And, and, and from the 20 years mm-hmm. that you of experience that you've had. So I find that this is really, really great work again it was amazing my sister-in-law was like did you see what she was doing all these things and she was talking to us she was just like she had it all going on i was like yeah that's dr andy she's been doing a long time long time long time carrying on a conversation and 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 talking to the dog and listening at the same time but it was amazing because we never said anything about the puppy's face you saw that immediately um i just think you guys you're going to be way ahead of the game Take a video, get over to animalmagiccare.com. Get yourself a consult with Dr. Andy before you sign on the dotted line for surgery, <laughs> before you decide that your dog doesn't need anything for eight to 10 weeks. All right. Before you decide that that prescription diet is going to help heal any kind of ligament or tendons or anything in your dog, you, <laughs> you want to talk with Dr. Andy. Yep. Right. Yep. You can do that at animalmagiccare.com, animalmagiccare.com, where she's got the Sabrina, the witch, the good witch over there <laughs> going on on the website. Super she's cute. cute. Site. She's it's cute. super. She's cute. She's you. She's you. 
All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Raw Dog Food Truth. Tell all your friends, those friends who have those dogs that don't look as good as your dog. Yeah, tell them they might want to listen to the Raw Dog Food Truth. We can help them have a happier, healthier life. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Dr. Andy? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. Or fix fix it. it. Okay, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.